It's time to go to work. Jerk of All Trades podcast, episode number 49. We are back, my friends. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm here with Ray. What's up, Ray? What's going on, Addy? Oh, same old, same old. You know, I've been hanging out on the Instagram for a while now. I've seen some new shirts on there. I think that the Jerk of All Trades podcast finally fucking made it happen. And yes. Finally got the t-shirts available for all of you amazing amazing fans of the podcast so have yeah. you bought your shirt yet uh show some jerk love and buy a shirt uh it's i i've yet to get a shirt i i bought i bought a shirt <laughs> You're telling them to get a shirt you haven't even got a fucking shirt Come i on. bought a friend of mine a shirt and uh he is enjoying the hell out of it oh we got the shirt already and i will be buying shirts very soon very very soon yeah i, I bought a few shirts uh there is a 15 percent off uh, sale right now going on so if you i think you got about maybe a week left it's uh it's shop.spreadshirt.com slash jerk dash of dash all dash trades dash podcast i know that's a lot um, if you just go on to spreadshirt.com and you search jerk of all trades podcast we're going to come up we're in their like main they have the shop we have our own shop and then they have just like their big mass of like where everything that's being sold there so you can find it either way we've got tons of di- we got three different designs and they're all pretty fucking cool you can get it on a t-shirt on a long sleeve on a hoodie uh on everything you can possibly think of hell yeah and we'll be adding some tank tops for uh for eddie because eddie wants tank top watch so. out stacy dash we're coming for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all i could think of when you're saying all those dashes yeah. <laughs> all right. so let, let's let's wait no further meat and potatoes we got our guest here today if you can't tell by the title shane aka shaggy no scoob who's a member of a rookie project a local indie rapper here in uh, southeastern Wisconsin. What's you up, Shane? You must butcher up, his everybody? fucking name. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You, Can we <laughs> let our guest talk, please? <laughs> Sorry. Last week, you bu- last time he butchered the like, name of his podcast, so he almost did it again. I'd, uh, sorry. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> what's Shaggy up, everybody? <laughs> oh, what's up? So uh, before I ask you any more questions, how old are you, uh, Shane? That is a question. I'm 20. As of now, midnight, I'll be 21. Damn. Oh shit! Any uh, any fun plans then for tonight? Wow. Uh, actually, no, not at all. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, just uh, sit in night, probably work on some music. One of them nights. You're writing just about every day, right? Yeah. Yes and no. Um, kind of. If I'm at home, I'm probably writing. Um, if I'm at work, I'm probably writing in my head. Uh, I really, yeah, I kind of don't have days off. I just write, write, write. And then if I, you ever catch me not writing, um, I'm probably writing in my head. <laughs> nice. So give us some background about yourself. How'd you get introduced into hip hop? Actually, like, um, up until the time maybe I was 17, 18, I didn't really listen to hip hop. I was your stereotypical Eminem fan. Um, I listened to a lot of Eminem, and that's about it. And 
my best friend through high school, Ty, who's part of a rookie project now, he was like, man, you need to listen to more hip hop. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. I feel like there's no motive in hip hop. And he sent me uh, the ill mind of Hobson five and it completely blew me away. Uh, he had morals behind his music. There was reasoning, stories, lessons, hmm. and I loved every bit of it. And from there on out, I was like, you know, this isn't bad. Maybe I should start checking out more of this hip hop stuff. And from there on out, uh, Drake's album at the time had just came out. So I was really into that. And I kind of, I say Eminem was the first hip hop artist I actually liked. Hobson was who got me into more hip hop and Drake was probably the most influential on me to like listening to more subgenres of hip hop. Sure. Wow. That's, that's interesting to learn that you didn't actually like rap music. Uh, yeah. Your whole entire I'm, life. And it also makes me feel old as fan. fuck. <laughs> You're a huge metal Good. All oh, right. Shoot. He's a metal fan. Yes. Hit him with a question. Really? <laughs> Who's your favorite? Um, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite metal band of all time? Yeah. Five Finger Death Punch, hands right. down, always will be. Oh, nice. What about the classics? Some classics? Sa- some, I some am a stereotypical or? Metallica fan yeah. with the oh. classics. Oh, you got to love, you gotta love uh, old school Metallica, no doubt. So. Old Absolutely. school Black Album, always be my favorite. All right. Damn, if we would have known this, we would have had more metal questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. This is this is the, uh, after the movie podcast, this is the Eddie podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more about A Rookie Project. Oh, well, A Rookie Project started no less than two years ago. Um, it was a little while after me and Ty had started rapping, and Ty's brother a.k.a. Lamont Waves, who is, I guess, technically our singer, our chorus guy, though he spits bars, too. He wanted to start getting into music once he saw us doing it, and he can sing his ass off, so he was like, you know, why not? And we were like, make a song with us. And um, one day, we all got in the studio, and by studio, I mean Ty's closet, (laughs) and uh, we recorded a song. And about a week prior to recording the song, I was like, Ty... It's winter. We need to make a song about hot, hot cocoa. And we started writing the song and Ty and me were like, oh my God, this is a hit. It's hot cocoa. Nice. And and Cody came over and he was like, let me do the chorus for this. And he did it (laughs) and he killed it. Kill, absolutely killed it. And hot cocoa was born and we're sitting there and we're like, we need a group name. And me and Ty are clueless. And Cody just within the next 10 minutes, he's like a rookie project. And all the three of us were like, that's fucking perfect. We have no idea what we're doing, but we love it. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. That's how you and get started, man. That definitely. Right. We might have to join a rookie project, too, because we have a <laughs> podcast and we have no clue what we're doing. The Jerk Project. <laughs> the, jerk pro- the Jerk Project. I like and it. that night was amazing for a rookie project. We were born and we put out Hot Cocoa as our first single as a group. And over the next maybe 48 hours it got about 9000 plays where do you wow. where do you release your music at do you uh soundcloud or bandcamp or where uh, we started out with soundcloud and we were like we want to take a more professional look on this we don't want to be deemed soundcloud right. rapper yeah. so now you can find us on google play soundcloud itunes spotify um most of the major streaming platforms 
That's awesome, man. Cool, cool. Yeah, you know what? I saw you on Facebook actually. Uh, you were in a rap music video, and uh, mm-hmm. you were you were hanging out with a camel. First of all, whose whose rap video was that, and why were you hanging out with that camel? Okay, I know what you were talking about now. Um, that wasn't actually a music video. Oh, it wasn't a it video. Was it was a photo shoot for um a clothing company called iceberg i guess it's a older company maybe 20 30 years ago it was bigger but they're trying to make a comeback um they trying to get up there with gucci and stuff like that yeah, yeah i remember iceberg so they they've been hiring rappers to do photo shoots for them and this rapper in particular was vic mensa um, he's out of Chicago. He's pretty big. If you guys know the name, he's worked with Pusha T and Kanye West, people like that. And, um, so we got hired to do a, a photo shoot with a camel and I'm like, okay, cool. And my day's going on. I, I did two jobs that day in Chicago already and I am tired. I'm exhausted. And it's about nine at night and we're just driving to Chicago and we get a call and they're like, Hey, we're moving the photo shoot to inner more inner in chicago and i'm like fuck this let's go home (laughs) (laughs) and uh because we had no detail on the job and we get there and i unload the camel and i'm getting the saddle on him and taking out the ladder and getting stuff ready and uh um a security guard comes up to me and i ask him i said do you know who this is for and he said, I'm not really sure, just some rapper out of Chicago. And I'm thinking, okay, it's just some SoundCloud rapper, you know. And could have been anybody. This guy, yeah. Right. And this guy comes up to me, and I didn't really look at his face. And he's like, hey, uh, when's, when's everything going to be ready? And I said, soon here. I'm just uh, brushing off the camel. Uh, do you know who this is for? And he says, it's for me. And so I turn and look at him, and I, it, holy shit, it's Vic Mensa. Damn. That, it was incredible. I also didn't expect the guy to be so short. He was like a head shorter than me. Um, (laughs) Interesting. Not not a music video, but definitely an amazing experience. It was so cool to like just sit there for a minute and talk with him. Somebody that's you know he made it. He he made the game for a little while, and to get Kanye West's approval, that is like that is top tier to me. So I have the utmost respect for that man. Oh sure. I gotta I gotta ask a follow up question on that. where the fuck did you get a camel at? <laughs> where did I get yeah, a camel? Where did you get a camel? You in, in Wisconsin. Sk- you skimmed over the part where you brought a camel along. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like the people need to know, and I want to fucking know where you got the camel. So, All right. So I work as an animal handler, animal caretaker, zookeeper, uh, exotic handler, whatever you want to deem it, at a place called Jodon Farms. It's located in Franksville, Wisconsin, and nobody's ever fucking heard of us. Um, yeah, it's, it's still no one's heard of you because I had never. Franksville is no. just a new city in general. They didn't have that shit 25 years ago. <laughs> Actually, we've been open for 43 years. What? All right, then. Fuck you, Eddie. Racine. <laughs> hate on fucking Franksville. I monster. call that shit racing. <laughs> <laughs> I call it um, an old Mount It's like Pleasant, suburbs of Chicago, you know. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You're from fucking Chicago. Right. We currently we have three camels right now. Uh the one in the photos that you saw, his name is Eli. He's uh twenty-three years old, big boy, very lovable camel. Wow. 
But we have a lot of animals at Jodan's. We have camels, which are mostly people's favorites when we take them places. We have uh, two tigers, a lion, kangaroo, a few monkeys, some <laughs> lemurs, uh, snakes, rep- uh, most reptiles. We got a little bit of everything. So Lions you deal with tigers and bears? Oh, my. You know, oh I didn't think my. a camel could live in Wisconsin. Apparently so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually, camels are one of the most adaptable species. Uh, they're up there next to birds, but birds kind of cheat because they just leave when it gets cold. Sure. Yeah, camel, yeah. camel is not fucking leaving. So, I mean, can it just be, do they have to like be in like a warm area in, uh, you know, the 10 months or whatever that it's shitty in Wisconsin or are they just like no. cool with being outside? They're definitely cool being outside. Uh, actually, two humped camels, Bactrians, they're from the mountains in Asia where it gets very cold, very snowy. Um, the one hump is from Africa, but, you know, genes, genes kind of cross over. They're both camels at the end of the day, and yep. they grow very, very thick winter coats. All right. Didn't expect to learn so much about camels today, but hey, man, Trick of All <laughs> Trades podcast. <laughs> get your camel on. Man. You get, get your, your learn camels. on with us, <laughs> and it's it's not even Hump Day either. So. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> maybe we'll have to release on Hump Day, <laughs> dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, Shane's here to talk about an event he's uh, participating in called the Fifty Fifty. Uh, give us some details on that, Shane. The 50-50 is called the 50-50 because it is half rap slash hip-hop slash metal or slash rock, too, I guess, because we have um, some softer music, too. But it's half of uh, rap, essentially half metal, and uh, it's a concert that we put together all the proceeds for Children's Hospital. Because one of our close friends, uh, my roommate actually, Angel, he's in a band, and their singer slash screamer, he had just gotten over cancer. So we kind of all thought as, you know, a music community full of young people the same age, uh, maybe we could uh, give something a little back. So the 50-50, essentially, we're hoping gets a good chunk of people. It's $5 entry, and all proceeds, again, are going to the Children's Hospital for a good cause. And um, it's in Franksville, if you guys can remember that. <laughs> Franksville, it's Wisconsin, in, which is not Racine. But not uh, Racine. <laughs> it's at, well, I guess, I don't know if it's technically in Racine County, but regardless, it's Franksville. <laughs> Racine, motherfucker. Fuck you, Racine. Actually, <laughs> I'm looking at the event now. It says uh, Franksville Memorial Park. I might County end up in, is Racine. I'm going to end up in Franklin, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> we're going to park, we're going on the border, goddammit. <laughs> But it's in Frank's. It's at Franksville Memorial Park inside of the hall. Event starts at six. Music starts at six thirty. That could be subject to change, but we're going to try and keep that time. That is super cool. All goes. So, who's the uh, promoter for that, or is it just all you guys? Well, me and um, my roommate in the band, Angel, he, me and him set this whole thing up. We got everybody together. And as for promoting, every band, rapper, rap group has just been kind of wording, word of mouth or advertising on Facebook. We've all just, everybody's kicked in for the advertisement. Yeah, I think we're, we'll post something oh, up for uh, sure. after we say. upload this. We'll definitely uh, be happy to promote uh, in any way we can. You yeah, know. anything for charity is awesome. In yes, my book, so. absolutely. What you guys are doing, I'm, I'm really proud of. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you very As much. a uh, thirty-five-year-old man uh, to, to a young young twenty-year-old in We're, the game right now. Back in my day, yeah. God damn it. So uh, yeah, back to the uh, the the rapping stuff. When did you first learn that you could rap? And like you know, was it with your friends or was it like a peer pressure thing or was it just like dumb luck? You were just like <laughs> listening to a beat and you just started flipping on it or how did that the happen? First, the first time I ever rapped was at um maybe freshman or sophomore year we were at lunch with our friend ricky who would always make beats on the table you know with his pencils and shit at lunch and uh he would just freestyle and he'd kill it and he'd just say some stupid stuff and make us all laugh and so one day i chimed in on it because we started all dissing each other um that basically that's about that full story right there and then moving on i didn't I took no recognition to rapping at the lunch table, never thought about it, never did anything with it. And about five years later, I was like, hey, we did this. Let's do something with it. So my roommate, who wasn't my roommate at the time, Angel again, came over and Hotline Bling by Drake had just came out. And we were like, we're funny guys, I think. Let's write a parody. Mm. Um, turned out trash. We recorded it. We lost all the files. It was a tragedy. It was terrible. We There was no concept to it. It was just, I can't even remember a single line from it. It so should have been lost. <laughs> the universe right. said this needs to be lost and never heard by anyone else. It needed to be lost. <laughs> lost, gone, into space, burnt. I don't give a shit. Get rid of it. Fucking fire that so shit then, in the sun. Moving on, maybe three, four months later... Well, no, in, actually, in between the time I started making a couple solo songs, um, they were all trash as well. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you got to start somewhere. So then uh, yeah. maybe two, three months later, I found this SpongeBob trap beat on YouTube. Um, and I was like, I'm going to kill this shit. And it's it's just a SpongeBob beat. It was fucking retarded. So I started writing to it. And I sent it over to Ty, and I was like, hey, I got 16 on this. You want to hop on this? And Ty was like, fuck it, why not? And my verse was absolutely embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. And I went over to Ty's, and he was typing on his computer, and I started reading it. And holy shit, he killed it. It was just amazing. His The first thing he's ever written, and he killed it. To this day, wow. everybody knows that verse by Ty. You know, ravioli, ravioli, give me the goddamn formioli. People say that to him all the time. My verse isn't even rememberable. And then we had a third guy on the track named Kristoff, who's not really a rapper, but he freestyles from time to time. So we just got him on there for fun. And that track was called Bikini Bottoms Finest. Um... That was, I guess, like almost the birth of a rookie project before anybody was a rookie project. Just we didn't see it happening then. And then me and Ty went on and took that song and put it on an EP called The Friends EP because we just got a whole bunch of people on it that couldn't rap. It was trash. It's actually, it's on SoundCloud, but it's hidden from the internet. Nobody can listen to it. That's about how I feel. (laughs) That's how I feel about the beer podcast. (laughs) It should be hidden away so nobody could hear it. (laughs) After this uh, show, I'm going to have to send you guys over Bikini Bottoms Finest. We we need to hear it. it. Yes, please. Send us all that Promise not to put it on a podcast. We just want to hear it. Well, you already have a a music video out don't you yeah from last actually, year i just put out a music video i think it was about a month ago 
it's for my first single called lose control off of my next album hashtag sad trap amazing video it turned out incredible it has two of my really good friends on it ethan who is ethan anomaly and Miguel, who's Miggy Bars. And Miggy raps. He does everything. He recorded the video. He edited it. And oh, wow. It turned out amazing. And the craziest part, it was shot off a Galaxy S7, and it looks like it was a professional camera. I was about to say, he, that shit looks good. It looks really good. He did an amazing job. I'm, I'm really happy with for it. For an indie rap group, man, that's probably one of the best indie videos I've seen in a long time really long I time appreciate it and you know aside from the skills on the beat that you guys are rap are rapping to and you know rapping on and shit so i you got to give these guys a look man rookie project yeah. is doing the damn thing that's they uh that's so cool though fuck. that with uh with the way technology is it's like you've got a camera in your pocket that just right. supersedes you know anything that you could have possibly gotten you know back in right. the day so it's very cool i like i sit down half the time and I'm like, I should go buy a camera. And then I look at my phone. I'm like, do I really need a camera? Uh, <laughs> you can all waste your money, maybe. <laughs> right. You got money maybe to burn. Two grand later. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an interesting question I had for you because, you know, I'm not a very good rapper. Sometimes I have dreams where I'm freestyling and it's God awful. <laughs> even in his dreams. <laughs> even in my dreams, I'm just like, man, I'm dream. stumbling over my words and just like, uh, I sure hope I don't talk in my sleep because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I don't even dream roasted for my for my <laughs> crappy dream freestyles. Do you when you dream, do you rap in your dreams? Or like do you like you know how people when they learn a foreign language or a different language, they have dreams in a different language? Do you dream and rap? <laughs> I've never dreamed rapping i've never you've done never it. done it oh oddly wow. enough i mean maybe i have and i just don't remember i very sure. rarely remember my dreams i've had dreams about like the outcomes of rap things i hope for things i'm looking up to sure. but never essentially actually rapping well, I, that, that's kind of weird to think about i hope i yeah. never meet you in my dream <laughs> while i'm freestyling oh, you, you might know <laughs> i think uh i think you know not to get too deep deep into dream psychology but i think that you know dreaming is more about you know subconscious thoughts and things that are buried in your subconscious and I think that rapping is probably at the forefront of your conscious mind. So um, if you're going to rap about it, yeah, like you said, it might be some sort of like maybe like insecurities or maybe, you know, some sort of like goals or things like that that you might have. So, um, right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely how I get most of my problems out. So I guess why sleep on it? Right. You know? There you yeah. go. And then my next album is basically is written about problems. So it's all I've been writing about lately. <laughs> that new video is crazy. That new video is so crazy. It's deep. It's Thank really you. deep. That, that new track. So, there was a lot of thought put into that video, so I really do appreciate it. Yeah, you can tell. How, how long did it take to film? Um, oh, Probably about we a week. spent two days together and filmed in maybe five hours. That's not bad. That's and then he edited it in maybe three days. Nice. So maybe the whole process, about a, a week, five days to a week. So, yeah, we got a guy now, Rafe. We want to make a rap video. We, we can edit it, film us and edit it. That J-O-E-T rap. Maggie <laughs> Bars, hit him up. He does uh, really good videos. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> We're not doing that, Eddie. <laughs> if there's anyone worse at rapping than you, it's definitely me. I think you guys need a jerk rap. I think so, Someone too. else has to write it and so record too. it. I'll write it if you guys do it. <laughs> 
Oh, for charity, maybe. If it's if it's written, I might be I might be able to ride the beat, but not the charity thing that you're doing now, because we need some time to prepare that. Right. Next next event, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, who who are some of the people you look up to in the industry right now? Some of the biggest people I look up to. Well, we have my two favorite rappers because I cannot fucking pick between them. We have Vince Staples and Jaron Benton. Jaron Benton is just his lyrical ability blows my mind. And Vince Staples, he's just so unlike anyone I've ever heard. And then there is, of course, I mentioned him before, Kanye West. I don't care how anybody looks at Kanye West personally. His music is fucking amazing. He is so talented when it comes to producing, doing vocals, making beats, everything. He's uh, he's a jerk of all trades because he's really Ah. fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. Real quick, what's your uh, favorite Kanye album? My favorite Kanye album. I hate to be that guy, but 808s and Heartbreak. Ah, you're that damn guy. <laughs> I'm that damn guy. Don't get me wrong. He doesn't have a bad album. No. It's just everything on that album was literally perfect. I'll give you mine. Anything. Mine was a college dropout, but I liked a lot of the early Kanye because I remember when he first came out, I was all over that early Kanye. Early Kanye is definitely better. Current Kanye is still good, but he's losing his damn mind. So <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Anybody else? Well... I mean, we could go back to basics and say Eminem for sure. It's just getting harder to look up to him because of how fucking bad Revival was. Mm, I really I, hate I, to say that. Honestly, I haven't even heard it. Yeah, it's really bad. And the, the thing I look up to Eminem because the difference between him and everyone else is he can tell a story like no other. Oh, he yeah. can put together concepts like I've never heard before. And then we go back to the beginning again and say Hobson just because of how influential he was. And, you know, again, he's not an, as amazing storyteller as Eminem, but his concepts are just crazy in the way he puts things together. Like, I wish... I could think like that. I probably can, but you know, they just what they're doing is different from me, so I can't really see it. Then, sure. um, the photo shoot, the guy did photo shoot Vic Mensa. He is on the list as well because he's one of the most diverse rappers I've ever heard. He can sing, he can rap, he can produce, he does everything, and he raps over beats that I'm like, how the fuck did you rap over this? You know, he's he's another jack of trades. He he does everything in the industry and that I really look up to for people that can multitask in the game. Wow. Well put, well put. Well, my next question kind of just goes into what you were saying. Uh, in your opinion, what makes a good lyricist? I think what makes a good lyricist is, well, I guess I'll get this out of the way. Lyrics, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's but a good one. <laughs> you have to put it into a bigger concept because lyrics ain't shit. If you can't flow. So you have to be able to flow with it, which is, again, kind of out of point because every rapper flows. You have to flow to be a rapper. But it's putting together a flow that hasn't been done, which is hard, or a flow that you don't see very often. Or you have to be able to find a way to put words together while matching syllables that people haven't heard in a while. That's why, you know, most rappers you hear today, like, let's pick uh, Migos. Because they kind of have like the most famous flow right now. They rap in triplets. You know, the mama told me never uh, sell work like that. That's yeah. that's huge. Everybody loves that. But a lot of people don't want to hear that. So then you go over to somebody like 
uh, let's say Tech Nine, he's a chopper. He raps really fucking fast, and he's beyond a great lyricist. I mean, this man raps in mul- multiple languages. But what makes Tech so great isn't his lyrics. It's the way he puts together his words and he matches syllables. And that's the most important part. You can put a a word that rhymes at the end of every bar, but that doesn't mean anything if it's just the same flow over and over and over again. And syllables don't have everything to do with the flow, but it's the change up. It's the swap of um, what you're hearing, uh, the direction, the pitch of your bar that makes people want to listen. And if you can bring them in, by keeping a constant change that I feel like that's what draws people's attention most as well as it draws mine. I hate listening to a song and the entire 16 is just the same monotone flow. And that's, I guess, where Jaron Benton and Vince Staples come in because their flows are never the same and the way they rhyme things are so different. They they make words rhyme that I don't know how they rhyme. And they hit syllables that I couldn't imagine hitting. Eminem's got a little bit of that too. Eminem definitely has a little bit. Not not on revival at all. But ah, <laughs> poor M. We love now Eminem's never coming on the podcast. Yeah. God damn it. We love you, Slim. <laughs> just just don't let him hear this episode. Yeah. Or maybe maybe this podcast will be his real revival. <laughs> He's gonna have you open for him and carry all of his bags to the airport. <laughs> Just hey, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, me too, <laughs> goddamn. You better call me up. You are open for Eminem. <laughs> I got you guys. I'm giving you tickets. Hell yeah. Do the podcast at the show behind stage. Eminem Ooh, shaking up school. All right. I love it. There you That's go. nice. So this might be my hardest question of the podcast. Nicki Minaj right. or Cardi B? <clears throat> That's actually really fucking easy. Really, really easy. easy. Nicki, hands Uh-oh. down. Who? Nicki. Okay, I agree. I agree. I I'm not a fan of either of them, to be honest. But first off, Nikki is a hundred and ten percent more talented than Cardi. She has the flow, she can rap, she can definitely do it. I personally just do not like her voice. And I don't like Cardi's voice either, but Cardi can't rap. I swear I listen to these songs and she's off flow, she's off beat, her words suck. And how can your lyrics suck when you didn't even write the song? I, I don't understand that. If you look at her ghostwriters, there's 20, 30 of them, and her music still comes out like ass. And I have no respect for her because when she got big, it was off somebody else's beat. I don't like that. I like If you want to do that and make it original, that's okay. But she took the beat and she took the flow. She just put somebody else's lyrics on it. So it's essentially you just took a song that was huge at the moment and rode the wave of it. And it wasn't a remix or anything. It was just redone. It, I don't like that. And for that reason, I definitely choose Nikki. She's been in the game for a very, very long time. She's worked with Lil Wayne, one of prob- one of the goats. And he has her approval. She has my approval. She can definitely rap. She has skills. One of my actually verses that I like from her is um, Out of My Mind by B.O.B., that song is amazing, and when she comes in, she just absolutely destroys it. So at the end of the day, I'm not a very big fan of Nicki, but she has my utmost respect, and I could care less if Cardi Cardi B fell off the earth. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of good information. I didn't know half of half of that stuff about Cardi B. And, uh, you're talking about Bodak Yellow, right? 
Yes. Yeah. See, I love that track. <laughs> I'll be bumping some Kodak, uh, Bodak Yellow in the car all the time. <laughs> I have to think twice now. <laughs> yeah, I think twice on who wrote it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would say Nikki, probably better lyricist, and Cardi is super dirty. <laughs> like she yes, is, is. Yeah, she loves rap about sucking dick and shit. So <laughs> well, I mean, shit. She was a stripper before she started rapping. Yeah, see, she probably like sucking dick. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't mind it. I mean, <laughs> amen to that. But <laughs> you rap about now what you know, so. But there, now she's sucking offsets dick, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it goes back to what you were saying, too, about cadence and flow. And there's a little more to it than that. Uh, that's why I enjoy listening to your music, too, is because uh, your cadence and, like, your flow, it, it varies a little bit, but you're, you come strong. You come, you come pretty strong on the track. No homo. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. But all seriousness, that's... That's what I think about when I write. It's like I have to come in hard and I have to leave hard. Oh, damn it. No homo. But but the flow has to change and my vocals have to stay strong. And when I'm writing this, every time I write a track before I start it, in the middle of it, and at the end of it, I think, one, will this draw people? And two, will it go fucking hard at a live event? And if the checks... Mark yes on both of those. The song is getting made. Nice. How many shows have you done so far? We've done uh, not a lot. I think this one's going to be our fourth or fifth. Okay, cool. But just we're getting your feet wet. Hey, we, we know the deal, man. <laughs> we know the deal. We're just getting our feet wet in this game, too, on the podcasting game. So just right, getting our dicks wet. World. <laughs> so uh, before we get to your other projects... We gotta have you put your money where your mouth is, right? I mean, we gotta talk about revival and Cardi B. We gotta hear what Shaggy No Scoops gotta bring to the table, right? Oh, shit, I guess you're right. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna play a beat for you, and just whenever you want to go in, you can go in. Whenever you want to stop, you can stop. Just so you guys know, I've never heard this beat before. Oh snap! All this right. shit slaps. But uh, be ready, cause Shaggy is is bringing it. So. All right. Oh shit! <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. No, he's good. No, I'm not worried about it. Okay, here Got we go. Confidence. Very true. That loud enough? Here we go. Here we go. Let's hope it doesn't cut. Had to hit a clap back You can catch me inside wearing not my snapback Just kidding, I don't wear hats But one thing I can do is put a dome to your head And blow your hat back I'm not playing around, so don't act dumb I do this rap shit seriously and don't do it for fun My mind's just like the edge I'm at the end of the gun up the You can come at me and ask where all my bitches is I just wanna do it now, and I wanna do it right If you got a problem with me, you can come and fight I'm on this fucking podcast, and I'm gonna rap fast I hit another lyrical syllable just to prove that I can pass And I bring it back, I'm gonna take them out and slap it in the act it in the mic, I'll do it right now One, two, three, it's like bam, boom, and pow I pull the trigger back, and I cock the gun I put it to my head, but I stop before I do the dumb thing I pull out the drum, and I do it once I do it twice, and I do it three times I'm on the Jerk All Trades podcast And it's shaking those Remember to run Hot, hot fire! Yeah. Alright let them know. Tell them about the video. Tell them about the SoundCloud. Plug your shit up. 
Go check out my first music video, not my last, Lose Control, featuring Ethan Ethan Anomaly and Miggy Bars. It's on YouTube. Shit fucking slaps. Check out Shaggy No Scoob, iTunes, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever the fuck you're paying for. Use your money wisely and go listen to my goddamn music. Same thing with A Rookie Project. Check us out on all the same things. Just type in A Rookie Project. And then, of course, I got to plug my groupies. Ty, a.k.a. He's Tragic Young Existence. He just dropped his first album last week, and it's fucking amazing. Lamont Waves, the other guy, he just dropped his second or third, uh, third EP out. It's all on, out on all sources now, so you can hit up any one of our names on any one of these streaming platforms and you'll find your way to the rest of us. Nice. Let me just plug this real quick. Shaggy's performing at the event called the 5050 June 3rd at Franksville park, right outside. Racing. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Doors open at six o'clock. Racing Get there coming. early and $5 to get in. All the proceeds go to children's hospital. Can't I mean that man. Yeah. Just give them the five, have a good time. Enjoy the show. And make sure to be there June 3rd at 6 o'clock, Franksville Park. And please bring all of the energy you have. A concert is made by the audience, not the performers. 100%. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what kind of music it is. You got to gotta have the right crowd for sure. One thing I hate is doing a show and everybody's like outside or dicking around or they got their fucking dick in their hand. You know, just come watch the fucking music. You're already here. Yeah. Right. Cool, man. Well, once again, thanks for being on, Shane. You want to cover anything else about uh, metal music at all while, we're, while we got you on here? Sure. What, uh, what's your favorite uh, metal uh, album of all time? My favorite metal album of all fucking time. And Ray time. will be critiquing your <laughs> I'm choice. Not, so. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I mean, okay. I, I'm, 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 an old, I'm an old bitter metal fan, so <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I think my favorite of all time would have to be The Fall of Ideals by All That Remains. Interesting. All right. Yeah. I fucking love that album. Everything about it is perfect. Um, they, they're kind of going a little downhill, but I mean, fuck it. That album is incredible. <laughs> cool. You got any recommendations for him, Ray? So check out some older <laughs> shit? I mean, you know, I'm, uh, less than 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm an old school. Uh, I love like old school uh, death metal. So I would say for uh, for 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 you, uh, based on liking all that remains, I would suggest if you've never listened to At the Gates before, I would recommend At the Gates. Slaughter of the Soul would be my my recommendation for you. So that sounds uh, metal as hell already. Lot, lots of uh, <laughs> like twin twin guitar harmonies. Um, okay. Just that style that uh, all that remains in a lot of those bands kind of uh, brought out all was birthed out of at the gates that, that same sort of vocal styling um, really catchy riffs, really catchy uh, choruses. And uh, so at the gates, slaughter of the soul, that's my, my recommendation for you. I think you'll like it. D- Definitely gonna have to check that out. I'm always looking for new music to listen to. When all you do is listen to music, you sure run out fast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Well, do we? Uh, we really appreciate you being on the podcast. Um, I appreciate awesome you guys letting me be on the podcast. And guys, remember, no scoob, shaggy, no scoob. Yes, Eddie, <laughs> don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't. Yeah, Eddie, don't fuck it up. <laughs> Fucking it up every yeah. time now, goddammit. <laughs> I'm just going to tell everybody that it's the Jack of All Trades podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can sl- slam me in any rhyme there is, so I kind of have to follow suit. J-O-T is yes, out. Yes, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Damn, let me tell you that that girl is bad. 
She been tweeting that she needs new grams And that she has a couple cute ass friends And they ain't looking for a party Wow girl, it's your lucky day, what's up? What's up to you? me, them digits so we can linger Yeah, well girl, it's your lucky day, what's up? What's up to me, them digits so we can linger Aye. It's a house party on all of us We just wanna play we just wanna play my scene but i'm gonna do it anyway this party's so official you can put it on your resume women two to one that's the only thing we regulate ladies trying to holler because i'm hot <laughs> what's up babe i'm just saying i ain't trying to be a man but i see you watching you can come and bring your friends and i really think that you should readjust your plans because my party this will come and do it with the gram will i Chill, we can party in the hot tub. I heard that you were drinking. Let me pour you up some vodka. Wanna? Gotcha. Me too? Nada. You looking for a party? Well, it's your lucky day. Well, what's up? Well, girl, it's your lucky day. What's up? It's up to you. Me, them digits, so we can link up. Yeah, well, girl, it's your lucky day. What's up? It's up to you. Me, them digits, so we can link up. It's a house party on all of us. We just wanna party up. Yeah, I'm back at it, and I'm back at the crib. We threw a fucking party for our homies, no kids. I'm trying to do it right, cause I'm trying to make.